You're listening to the Sandesk podcast, a podcast for students and young professionals in the legal and corporate world who are on a journey to build their dream career without the hustle and overwhelm. I'm your host, Laura Lang, yoga teacher, corporate lawyer, and founder of the online community Many Poorer by Laura, where I share all the things I learned along the way from my time as an anxious law student and on the journey to becoming a thriving lawyer and business owner. I'll be there with you every step of the way, juggling the struggles of corporate life while exploring new and smarter ways of showing up in the corporate world. Get ready to ditch the traditional route to your dream career as we expand our mindsets and go our own ways. I'm all about helping you crack the code to inner calm in the midst of your busy corporate life so you can create a more fulfilling career on your terms and design a life that you absolutely love. So roll the windows down and turn the volume up and let's get zen. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sendesk podcast. So since I announced that I've quit my well-paid lawyer job and I'm going to start living life completely differently than I ever have, um, a lot of people have reached out to me and asked, how exactly did you find the courage and the clarity to make a decision like that? And I'm pretty sure that it doesn't come as a surprise to you that my practice has been such a pivotal part of my decision-making process. But there is one specific part of my practice that has been absolutely crucial to help me gain so much clarity and confidence. And that is the practice of journaling. You know, writing down your thoughts on a blank piece of paper and actually seeing what comes out of you and out of your mind. And journaling is something that I... I recall always having done that even as a like eight-year-old girl having some kind of diary with a lock on and just writing down what I did in school. I'm sure many of you have done that as well. And then I spent a lot of years like not really worrying about what was going on in my mind or at least not bothering about it until the thoughts just got too loud. And as I've been progressing through my practice, journaling has really been such an important part of all the changes that I've been making and I remember actually like when I started getting really serious with journaling that was around probably four years ago when I got this uh, journal that was divided kind of like a calendar and there was a tiny little journal prompt for each day and it only required me to write one sentence it was like today my intention is and then I had to complete that sentence or here are three things that I'm grateful for and I would have to do that in the mornings and in the evenings and sometimes I would get to it and sometimes I wouldn't and I was trying to not obsess about whether I would actually fill out the the prompts I would just like okay if I forgot three days then I would pull out the journal again on the fourth day and continue from there and since then I've just first of all it's really interesting to <laughs> look back through your journals and see what kind of things you've been processing and what direction you've been going from there but it's also just such a good way to get the things out of you. Like if you have these thoughts that are constantly repeating inside your mind and you're like, oh my God, I need to stop thinking about this. Then for some reason, once you write it down on a journal, it's like oh, you can finally get that release and the mind starts to go a little bit quieter. 
So that's why I'm so excited to chat with you today because I've just been dying to let you know that I'm going to host a 60-minute online workshop on Sunday, June 25th at 5 p.m. Danish time, so time zone GMT plus one, where you can learn everything you need to know about starting a journaling practice. So you're invited to join me for Pages of Power, a midsummer new moon journaling workshop for career clarity. And in this workshop, you will learn how to rewrite your 2023, find career clarity and pursue your dream career. And I'll talk much more about that later. So make sure you stay till the end if you don't only want three tips to start your journaling practice, but actually want to get to work and start seeing some changes. And something that I've experienced uh, myself and one of the conversations I have so often with the people inside of this community is that we've all been led to believe that climbing the corporate ladder equals success. So many of us have felt destined to just choose the safe route and do what everybody else is doing. But something that comes up so often in these conversations as well is that many of us feel so unfulfilled and like we're not in power or in charge of our own direction. We're simply just doing as we're told without even thinking about whether that's what we really want to be doing. And if there's one thing I want to tell you today, it is that if you're currently seeking changes in your career or just your path in general, then you have all the power inside of you that you need to make this change. So whether you're looking for your next job, if you're not sure whether you're pursuing the right degree or if you're struggling in your nine to five, I want you to know that even if it doesn't feel possible right now to make changes, then there is a path forward. And trust me when I say I know how difficult it is to feel entrenched in your current life and it seems just really hard to make any changes. And it's so common to associate change with discomfort. And that's why I want to give you some tools today that can help you create some safety and some stability within that discomfort. And the biggest excuse we all tell ourselves is that the time isn't right, but that actually couldn't be further from the truth. Here's the thing, the time is never right. <laughs> so you need to believe that you can make the changes that you desire at any given time. You don't have to wait for the right time, like New Year's resolutions that never come true, like there's never a right time. I know that you're super busy and you have tons of things going on. So if you really want to see some changes, you're going to have to carve out some time from other activities like scrolling on your phone <laughs> and start to work structured towards your goals. And journaling is one of the best practices to help you gain clarity on what those goals look like. Okay, so that is the topic that we're going to dive into today. And I'm super excited about this because this topic is so close to my heart and it is something I do daily and really rely on to propel myself forward in my personal life and in my career. So after this episode, it is my goal that you will leave knowing exactly what you can do today to start your journaling practice and where you can look for more inspiration to dive into the details and gain crystal clear clarity on your next steps. So the way that we're going to work through this is that I'm just going to point out one big mistake that I see a lot of people making and then I'm going to offer three tips on how to work around this mistake. So this, the mistake that I'm seeing a lot of people doing is that around the new year or around a new month or on Mondays, we tell ourselves, I'm going to start making a change. 
know that feeling like you have all those ideas for new year's resolutions uh, on mondays i'm going to start going to the gym again on mondays i'm gonna go to that yoga class or i'm going to not eat any sugar in the office like always we need that point in time with the new year the new month or the monday to finally make a change maybe you even tell yourself i'm going to start journaling next monday And so because most of us are these type A kind of persons, we want to do it perfectly. So if your journaling practice doesn't look perfect and you don't see stars and unicorns the moment you've started it, then it's so easy to feel defeated and just have that feeling of like, oh, I'm just going to give it up altogether because this is not working. And honestly, when we apply this kind of all or nothing mindset around something as pivotal and important as a journaling practice it's just going to keep us stuck but for now I'm going to share these three tips that um, I follow every day to make sure that I get to my journaling practice and that it isn't another thing to add to the to-do list but actually something that's helping me move forward and move through the challenges that are thrown at me so the first thing I'm going to mention here is Keep it simple. Keep it simple. As I said, many of us are these high achieving professionals. We want to do everything perfectly. So whenever we tell ourselves, okay, on Monday, I'm going to start journaling and I'm going to um, fill out all these journal prompts and I'm going to write three pages and I'm going to do it at 5 a.m. in the morning and I'm going to do it again uh, before I go to bed. Um, maybe we can sustain that for around, I don't know, three to four days and everything is perfect. But then as soon as you come home late from work or you're going to sleep in for another half an hour, then we fall off track. And then it's so easy to be like, oh, well, um, I guess I missed a couple of days. So now I'm just going to quit it altogether. And if there's something that I'm <laughs> all about um, when I teach these yogic tools and practices to my students it's really to just make it as simple and as accessible as possible so that you can fit it around the the things that you've got going on in your life so something that i've shared on my instagram recently is this mentality of just saying okay i'm going to do it for one minute I've, I've talked about this on my Instagram as well in terms of reading books. We all want to start reading books and we all have these books lying on the nightstand or a list on our phones telling us all these amazing books we're going to read, but we never get to them because we're like, oh, I need to read a full chapter or, you know, like just going crazy. So instead of putting all these expectations on yourself, because you already have a lot of expectations on you, let them go for a while and just tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to set a timer and I will journal as much as I can for one minute. Maybe you won't even set a timer. You'll just be like, I just need to read, or sorry, I just need to write one line. If that's what you can commit to, then that's what you're going to do. Um, I have a couple of different journals and one of them is called One Line a Day. And it's this five-year uh, memory book, kind of like a calendar. I think there are like three to five lines for each day. And essentially, it just gives me an option to write down like one event that happened that day or one thought I had that day. But it's so easy and it's so simple to do it because I don't have this expectation on myself that I need to write a full page. 
of course, if you have a full page and you have time to fill that out, go for it. But it's not like someone's going to come and give you grades for how well you managed your journaling practice that day. The other thing I'm going to say around this keep it simple tip is that whatever feels most accessible to you in terms of what book you're going to use or what device you're going to use, just do that without feeling like you have to do something perfectly again. Um, I, re I personally like to use uh, notebooks and write by hand. I just feel like that gives me a good flow of thoughts. But if you know that there is no chance that you're ever going to sit down with a notebook and a pen, then just use your phone. Go into the note um, app on your phone and keep one page open for just journaling your thoughts. Or if you sit in front of your computer a lot and you're like, okay, there, there is no way I'm going to have time to sit and write these things on my phones. I don't like the keyboard. I don't want to write in my notebook. Keep a document open on your Google Docs or have it saved on your, on your desktop where you can just open it up and be like, I'm going to write one thought now. It's really not about not having the time. It's about the commitment that you're making to yourself. Let's move forward to tip number two. So the next thing I want to mention here is that we want to drop the overthinking. One of the things I hear most often when I suggest to people that they could start journaling is, well, I don't know what to write. Because <laughs> I guess most of us associate this feeling of having to write stuff down with, oh, it's like I'm back in school and I have this mean English teacher standing over my shoulder telling me I need to write an essay and I feel like I have a writer's block. And I totally get that feeling, but journaling doesn't have to be that way. So the thing is, we want to use journaling as a tool because most of us have this constant stream of thoughts just rushing through our minds. It's like there's a monkey sitting up there with symbols going like, Ch -ch -ch -ch. and it is so loud and it's all over the place. And it's the same thoughts repeating again and again and again. And we want to be able to have some place where we can put all these thoughts and just look at them and be like, wow what the hell is going on inside of there? <laughs> I need to, it's not necessarily that you need to change it. It's just interesting to observe it. So if you're sitting there with a blank piece of paper and you're like, I don't even know what to write for one line or for one page, or what am I going to do for that one minute? Just begin to observe the thoughts you're having inside your mind and start putting pen to paper. It could even be something like, well, now I decided to take up this journaling practice, but I don't really know what I'm going to write. If that's the thought you're having, then put it down on a piece of paper and slowly you'll see that, okay, I'm actually having this monologue with myself inside my head and there will be stuff coming out of your uh, hand and words coming down onto the paper. And that leads me to the last tip, which is working with journal prompts. And I really recommend working with journal prompts if you are completely new to journaling. And again, I've, I've had some people ask me like, Laura, can you recommend a specific journal or how am I going to find these? And there are so many prompts out there. How do I choose and what do I even want to focus on? Like again, <laughs> overthinking, overcomplicating and trying to do everything perfectly. 
true there are so many journal prompts out there and it really depends on what you're going through right now what are you dealing with in your life and in your career and in your relationships that is taking up a lot of brain space and capacity for you right now if you know that oh, i'm actually going through this uh, trouble in my relationship or if you know that oh, i want to be Uh, working in a new job and in, in the next couple of months then those are the things that you want to focus on in terms of finding journal prompts you could even google some or you could send me a message and say hey i'm going through this right now do you have some ideas for where i could start and i'd be happy to help you out but even Even with whatever you're going through, it doesn't have to be super specific journal prompts. It could just be things like I mentioned from my own first journal, like here's my intention for the day or here are three things I'm grateful for today or here's one thing I can do tomorrow to start my day better. It's really just about getting creative and thinking about what can I do to just infuse my mind with more positivity but if you're like oh, that sounds really good but I don't really know if I'm convinced then hear me out here because I have something planned out for you so as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode I want to let you know that on Sunday I'll be hosting the 60-minute online workshop pages of power where I will guide you through a journaling exercise I will have all the prompts ready for you that you need to gain crystal clear clarity on your next steps and help you understand that journaling doesn't have to be that complicated at all and it's not only going to be about this On top of the whole journaling exercise, we're going to use the frequency and the energy of the new moon that happened here earlier this week and the midsummer. Because right now we're um, in a space or in a time of the year that not a lot of people pay so much attention to. So there's a lot of stuff going on around the New Year's and like New Year's resolutions and blah, blah, blah. But I don't hear very often people talking about the fact that around the end of June, we're actually reaching a half year midpoint of the year that we're in. And we can use this time to really pivot us in the right direction for our careers and for our lives. This is the right time right now, end of June, to energetically and spiritually work towards the things that we want to achieve. It's such a pivotal time in the middle of the year and I'll show you in this workshop how you can steer the direction without actually making a million changes to your everyday life. So in this workshop we will be meditating and we will be journaling and I will teach you some techniques that you can work with like five minutes every day to help you follow the direction that you set inside this workshop. Because what I truly believe is that a consistent practice over a period of time will lead to results. So it's not about journaling for 90 minutes on Sunday, it's about journaling one minute every single day. And it's so easy for us to set all these New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year, but think about where you're at halfway through the year. I'm sure most of you, <laughs> including myself sometimes, completely forget about what we actually promised ourselves at the beginning of the year. So this halfway point through the year is such a powerful time to just revert back and maybe change the direction a little bit if you need to. So just to recap quickly, um, the 
three tips that I recommend that you follow to kickstart your journaling practice is first of all, keep it simple, write for one minute, write one line. Secondly, drop the overthinking, just put whatever thought to paper that you're having right this moment. And third thing is to work with journal prompts. And if you don't know where to find the right journal prompts, then sign up for the workshop Pages of Power on Sunday, and I will teach you everything you need to know. Okay, that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And as you know, this podcast is a totally independent production. So every bit of support from you means so much to me. And if you enjoy the show, the show, then please do me a favor and grab your phone and send a message with a link to this episode to your best friend or your best person inside the law or corporate world so we can get this content in their ears. It would mean so much to me and hopefully they will learn something super valuable from this episode just like you. Maybe you even want to send a link to the workshop to that friend and say, hey, why don't we sign up to this together on Sunday and then we can keep each other accountable on reaching our goals. That would just be so cool. Having an accountability buddy when you go through things like this is just so crucial. I have a ton of accountability buddies and they're keeping me up to speed. So I make sure that every step I take, it goes in the direction that I've promised myself I want to go into. Final thing is, you would totally make my day if you go into your favorite platform and rate this podcast or just write a short review on Apple Podcasts. This way you can help the podcast to grow and expand and then we can get this episode in the ears of all the future generations in the legal and corporate profession. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you here on the Sendesk podcast the next time.